When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome to the Inside NC State Athletics Podcast, powered by PNC Bank, the official bank of NC State University and Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Haynes and Jeff Grabley. We welcome you to Podcast 89. I'm Tony Haynes, along with Jeff Grabley. A very special guest is coming up. I want to tell you about showing off your Wolfpack pride. I know many of you listening do that on a daily basis. What I do, I, when I make purchases, I use my PNC Bank Visa debit card designed just for NC State. It even has the university bell tower on the front of the card, which is really cool. I always have it in my wallet everywhere I go. You can too. Existing PNC customers can request one as well. Then you can make a wide range of purchases anywhere Visa is accepted, and it is the perfect way to show your school spirit. So visit any local PNC Bank branch or PNC.com to learn more. PNC Bank, official bank of NC State University and Athletics. Visa is a registered trademark of Visa International Service Association used under license. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC. Jeff, the reason I opened the podcast with that beautiful card with the bell tower on it, our guest this week can peek out the window of office and see that iconic bell tower every day. In fact, Jeff, he can hear those bells chiming multiple times every day. And I'll I bet sure he's I bet Chancellor Woodson, you're responsible for lighting the bell tower red 
every time there's an athletic success. You have to run out there and turn the switch on. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, but we've, we've gotten into the 21st century, and uh, so I can do it remotely, Jeff, <laughs> which is really important for some of those late-night games. <laughs> exactly. You know, it was interesting. Chancer, go ahead, go Tony. Ahead. Chancellor, thanks for taking the time to join us. I think this is a record-breaking appearance because this is your third appearance on the uh, podcast. And, Jeff, uh, as I recall, I think no, nobody else has gotten a three yet. So no. that speaks to your importance and right. you deliver the quality every time you're on. Well, man, you're, you got me so excited now. I've got to <laughs> deliver. I've got to deliver guys. Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask you this one question. I'm going to start on a lighter note. You're, you're a fine guitarist. You're good with a guitar in your hands. If you could play just one song, it's the yeah, a choice of only one song. What would it be? Wow. I only get to play one. One. Oh, uh, I'd probably play Tennessee Stud. Oh. A song Doc Watson made famous. Um, it's got some great guitar licks in it, and, and it's just a good story. Plus, I'm an Arkansan, and this guy rides this Tennessee Stud across Arcan Arkansas and has to whoop his ma and whoop his paw. <laughs> uh, it's just got a good story. So that would be it, Tony. All right. We got that out of the way, Jeff. You know what, though? Every time we talk music and when I talk to the chancellor and I talk to Coach Doran, I still have that image of the chancellor, Coach Doran, and Scotty McCreary at Packapalooza playing and breaking it down for the folks there. That was impressive. It, it was a big day. It was a big day. Big day. And I think Scotty enjoyed it, too. Oh, it propelled him onto his stardom. Without no a doubt, doubt about it. Without a doubt. Yeah. American Idol's got nothing. On Dave Gordon and Randy Woodson. <laughs> All right, let's talk about NC State. And a number of highly qualified students want to come to NC State. And in fact, at a record-breaking pace, they're virtually busting your door down, are they not? Well, uh, yes. There, we had uh, you know, 36,000 applicants this year. Uh, we oversubscribed a bit, so... We've had deposits from 5,700 students hoping to come to NC State or planning to come to NC State. They've been admitted and they've sent us their money and said they're coming. Uh, that is by far a record uh, fall enrollment for freshmen. If you add um, 14 or so hundred transfer students, uh, that's a large number of new students coming to NC State. Uh, but I think it's reflective of, I know it's reflective of what we do. Uh, we produce graduates that are ready to take jobs in the state, uh, and that makes a big difference. And when you're choosing a university to attend, uh, we all have to remind ourselves there's a reason we go to college, uh, and a whole big reason is to get a job. And uh, so we're, we're working hard to make sure that we're preparing the workforce for the future of North Carolina and in fact, you know, that may be something else we want to talk about, Tony. We're, we're, we're planning to grow. We are growing hmm. our enrollment in critical workforce areas like engineering and computer science. So um, the demand is strong. Uh, students across the state are looking to come to Raleigh, and, and we're excited about that. You mentioned engineering, and then the plan is to enroll about 4,000 more uh, in engineering and computer science over the next five years. That would put you over... 40,000 enrollment. You ready to handle that? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we are ready to handle it. We're going to have to continue to work on hiring the workforce, the teachers and the staff mm -hmm. to make sure that we don't uh, take a step back in terms of uh, everything we do to support students. And we also don't want to step, take a step back in the critical research that we do. So faculty have to have the time in addition to their teaching responsibilities to be in the lab and in the field doing the work that they do. Uh, so that's going to require over 100 new faculty and uh, similar, probably twice as many new staff to support the faculty and the students. Um, so yeah, we're, we're ready, but we know we've got, the reason we're doing it over time is because we've got to grow with the students. And I haven't mentioned infrastructure. I mean, right. we're spending a lot of money right now. Thank you to the people of North Carolina through the General Assembly in renovating a number of buildings to make sure that we're prepared for those students. And then we, we need to keep working on student housing because many of our students really need to live on campus. Uh, they're more successful when they live on campus, particularly that first year or so. Uh, so we need to make sure that we have uh, ample housing for our students. We're in good shape now, but you know we've got a plan for the future too. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. I'm kind of curious about the admission process. You've got so many that want to come here to NC State, but you can't take them all. Some very highly qualified students will be turned away. How do you... Explain the, the process you go through trying to weed those who make it and those who don't. Yeah, that's, um, well, we pride ourselves on having a holistic review. And so it's not just about the numbers. It's not just about your GPA and your SAT or ACT. It's also about what you did in high school. Um, you know, did you participate in athletics? Because that shows a commitment to team sport. It shows a commitment to leadership? Were you involved in extracurricular activities? Were you involved in your community? And admittedly, Tony, during COVID, uh, in fact, we sat down with all of our admissions officers and said, you, you know, we're going to have to really look at students differently, at least this year, because just like us, they've been through COVID for two years. Uh, they've had a limit put on them in terms of the kind of things they can participate in. But we, we, we pride ourselves on being a statewide university. Uh, we really like to make sure that we have students from every county in the state. As a land-grant university with its roots in applied disciplines like textiles, engineering, and agriculture, we wanna make sure we're bringing kids from rural high schools here. They don't have access to the same kind of uh, programs that a kid in Broughton High might have here in Wake County. So a lot of things have to go into the equation. Uh, at the end of the day, though, um, over 50% of the applicants, uh, actually closer to 60%, are, are not offered admission to the university. And that's a, that's a hard thing. It's a hard thing for students, a hard thing for parents. And that's why we put such an emphasis on the transfer portal. You know, that young person may want to start at a community college and get themselves in a better position uh, to come to NC State, then we work hard at that. I am a testament to that. I was not accepted to NC State initially. I, I went to a, another institution, 
before I came here, but I transferred in and and it worked like a charm to, to that point too, Chancellor Woodson. uh, I was on the uh, coach's caravan this year. And one of the drivers of our big RV, uh, they were so excited because their son had just got admitted to NC state there from Raleigh. They were in, I said, well, what do you think made the difference was his GPA, whether they go, no, I think what really helped was he was an Eagle scout that speaks to what you're talking about. Is it not? It does. And, and it's a great example. I mean, think about what you have to go through uh, to earn all of the merit badges to get to the point of being an Eagle Scout. That shows persistence, perseverance, dedication. Uh, and, and that's only one example. I mean, sure. you don't have to be an Eagle Scout to get into NC State, but uh, it is a difference maker when you think about uh, young people that do things outside the class. And frankly, when, when they get here, we expect them to continue many of those same extracurricular activities. Well, when Jeff and I were students in NC State Chancellor, uh, we made a mistake a couple of times on the first day of class, we showed up in one of the engineering buildings and yeah. we were walking through the hall and they could tell we didn't belong there. It was like we were tourists, <laughs> but engineering is very important to NC State. And there's a legislative initiative called Engineering North Carolina's Future. What are the goals there? Yeah, and that's what Jeff and I were just talking about. The goal is to is to make sure, uh, Tony, let's step back just a minute and look at all of the success uh, North Carolina's had in recent years in attracting new high-tech industries to the state. I mean, just in the triangle, Google, Apple, Fujifilm, Dynasent, uh, Amgen, all these companies are coming here and they're coming here because of talent. Uh, look in the Piedmont Triad area. You've got Boom, the supersonic uh, airplane uh, or jet uh, manufacturing facility. You've got Toyota and Panasonic partnering to build an advanced battery manufacturing facility. All these things uh, didn't just happen. I mean, they happened because of great government leadership, but also they see in universities like NC State, not exclusively, but like us, the ability to produce a workforce that will ensure they'll be successful. Well, as all those companies started coming, it made it clear to us and to the General Assembly that we needed to grow and continue to produce a workforce that industry needed for the the future of the state. And so that's Engineering North Carolina's Future. It's an initiative that includes uh, North Carolina A&T State University. It includes uh, NC State University and UNC Charlotte. And collectively, we've been asked to contribute to the workforce needs of the state. Individually for NC State, it's about a 4,000, uh, an increase in enrollment of about 4,000 students, mix of undergraduate and graduate, mix of engineering and computer science. Uh, and that will produce, that'll put our engineering and computer science program at over 14,000 students. And as uh, Jeff mentioned earlier, the university, well over 40,000. Now you have to ask, or I had to ask when we were asked to start thinking about this, do we have the demand? Hmm. And we expand that much and still adhere to good quality students that are prepared to study engineering uh, at NC State and continue to have students that are successful here that graduate. Uh, And the best evidence I can give you of that is last year, we turned down over 1500 uh, North Carolinian applicants to engineering at NC State 
that had a 3.75 GPA or higher. Think about that for a minute, Tony. <laughs> and, I can't relate. And I heard, I heard from a fair number of those parents uh, because many of those kids wound up enrolling at Purdue or Virginia Tech or any number of out-of-state schools that wound up having to pay out-of-state tuition. So we got the demand, we got the need, uh, we just have to step up to the plate. You've mentioned engineering, you've mentioned North Carolina natives, you've mentioned accomplishment. So before we started this podcast, we had some breaking news that we had to share. Uh, the fact that now an engineering NC State grad from 2022 is the Gloucester Cheese Roll champion. Her yep. name is Abby Lampy from Smithfield, North Carolina. And folks, if you've never seen this, it's an eight pound round uh, thing of cheese that they roll down this 200 yard mountain and they say, go get it. And folks are just rolling around and you can be seriously injured. And she was the <laughs> champion, had her NC State sweatshirt on throughout the Wolfies. And it was a thing, a thing to see. And I know it's yeah. exciting to you that now you not only have to think and do, you have to roll at NC State. <laughs> well, Abby rolls, and let's just be clear. Uh, that's too much for the chancellor. <laughs> I, I'm not going to roll down that hill. But uh, it also just goes to show you how tremendously flexible <laughs> and resilient NC State Industrial and Systems Engineering graduates are. Mm -hmm. uh, she made us all proud because she survived. Uh, she made us all proud because nothing was broken. Uh, but goodness gracious, I have to believe she's bruised. She's bruised but and battered but not injured. And if anybody hasn't seen it, I highly recommend you just Google it. Gloucester yeah. cheese roll. I think you need to send that video to Dave Doran. He may, <laughs> may at the very least need her on the practice squad. All right. So Abby has conquered the cheese roll challenge. I think she's highly qualified when she comes back to the States for the Krispy Kreme challenge. Now, yep. I think she's put herself in a strong position with the Krispy Kreme challenge, but in all seriousness, uh, that's something that started Chancellor in 2004. It was just kind of a dare between two friends and it's, really grown uh, quite a bit and raising a lot of money for a number of very good causes. Yeah, in fact, they just surpassed the $2 million mark, a $2 million mark in terms of the money raised. Yeah, it started among a group of park scholars that just on a dare said, let's run to Krispy Kreme there on Person Street, uh, one of the early Krispy Kremes and uh, eat a dozen donuts and run back. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, Tony, at NC State, all competition that's not sanctioned by our athletic department involves food. <laughs> so you're, it's either round food, either donuts or cheese. Uh, and so, yeah, but it's a phenomenal, uh, I think you know, Tony, uh, that uh, it was named by ESPN as one of the top 10 events in the country a few years back. And that, along with just the weirdness of it, uh, <laughs> led it to have over 7,000 runners. And we're back down to more manageable numbers, but still people turn out every year to um, don all sorts of uh, things that they're wear and run down to Krispy Kreme. And, um, you know, I've been training for it. 
<laughs> the running part or the eating part? The eating part. The okay. eating part. Yeah, yeah. The running part, uh, it makes me nervous. I, I, I've heard about it, loved hearing about it, love what it's done, but I've never been able to do it myself. And, and just to show how, um, how ecumenical we are at NC State, the, the primary uh, beneficiary of the Krispy Kreme Challenge is the UNC Children's Hospital. Um, which is a, uh, I'm okay with, because it turns out we don't have a children's hospital, um, and and it's great for the people in North Carolina. All right, Chancellor, I know you like rankings because during football and basketball season, Jeff and I spent a lot of time talking about rankings. But then there are the university rankings that really uh, allow you to brag about NC State. Let's talk about NC State being one of the nation's elite tech transfer universities. Now, so what makes NC State's technology transfer system so unique? Well, let's start with what that is. Um, you, when you drive around campus, you see banners that say think and do. And that's what differentiates us. As a university, we have scholars that do amazing science and engineering and a variety of forms of scholarship but they don't feel like it's complete unless something happens, unless something is made or unless uh, you know, there's a product at the end of the day. And so since our founding, we've been uh, the kind of university that focuses on getting technology out into the marketplace, whether it's agricultural technology, engineering, software, textiles, on and on and on. Um, and recently, a national study ranked universities by their effectiveness of their ability to, to start new companies and to get technology out of the university. And we were ranked number two among public universities and number seven among all universities in the quality of our uh, and, and the, the impact of our technology transfer. A, a couple of examples of it just this year. One of our faculty members, uh, Sylvia Blankenship, was inducted into the Inventors Hall of Fame. This is the US Patent Office that has people in it like Alexander Graham Bell, Thomas Edison, uh, Steve Jobs, uh, you know, kind of big names. And her name is Sylvia Blankenship. And she, along with a colleague here at NC State, Ed Sisler, who has since passed away, uh, invented um, a technology that keeps fruit and vegetables fresh for much longer periods of time. It's safe to say that over 80% of every apple grown in the world is treated with their technology. Uh, and that's just one of many examples. So we're serious about this uh, and it plays into our commitment to entrepreneurship. We're, we were recently ranked by US News and World Report, the number one entrepreneurship program uh, in the Southeast and uh, number 15 nationally. So these are big things. They're reflective of our think and do attitude and something we're very proud of. Chancellor, what role does athletics play when you're talking about the attraction of a university to draw students here to become, uh, to become yeah. students and want to study? What, we've always heard it's like the front porch of a university, but take us beyond that. How deep? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our students are passionate about athletics, and they, uh, I'd say that one of the things that is, and 
Jeff, we've talked about this since I, one of the big surprises to me in coming here uh, now almost 13 years ago was, um, you know, we've got three universities within 20 miles of each other that are in the same athletic conference. So that kind of fuels some of it, right? Um, we're in the same athletic conference. We're competing with, uh, with other universities in, in North Carolina. We start our season this year with a game against CCU. So uh, it, it, it's just some, you know, sports, it's uniquely American. Mm -hmm. you, you know, Glasgow, Gloucester, I may be not, I'm, you know, I'm not from the UK. So I mean, Gloucester, Gloucester. Thank yes. you. Yep. Um, they, uh, you know, they got their cheese roll. But uh, <laughs> university athletics is something that really goes back to the turn of the century in America. And it's, um, it's deeply ingrained in our culture. It is the front porch to the university. Um, and as you both know, our fans are very passionate about it, about athletics, our students are. Uh, and it's a, it's a source of great pride when, when we win and when we compete. You and we've had a great year. I know that, oh. I know that um, look, the season didn't end the way we had hoped with, with baseball, and we're all hearing a lot about that. Um, but just reflecting on the year, you know, Boo Corrigan was named Athletic Director of the Year. Um, we, we have our second highest ranking, overall ranking in the Director's Cup ever. Uh, we won our first national championship in a long time in women's cross country. We've had uh, just a great outstanding year. Everybody's excited about the commitment Coach Doran has from his players to come back here and compete for a championship. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pleased to see uh, everything Kevin is doing to uh, get, get you know, succeed in the transfer portal. And, of course, there are going to be a lot of Tregravian Smith babies born <laughs> in North Carolina. Um, but, no, I mean, uh, it's a big it, it's a big deal. And I, um, you know, I know our fans are passionate, and I know that uh, that passion sometimes uh, gets – I get emails – Boo gets emails, our coaches, et cetera. But um, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking at the success of our student athletes. Uh, overall GPA is higher than it's ever been. Graduation rates high. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of what we're doing in athletics at NC State. Chancellor, you sit on what is known as the NCAA Transformation Committee. What does that committee do? <laughs> well, it's trying to figure out, Tony, how how Division One athletics survives in a very, very rapidly changing world. Um, you know, name, image, and likeness, the transfer portal, uh, everything going on, you know, it's, it's like upside down, right? I mean, if you think about all the things that we've historically said that you cannot do, you cannot transfer and play immediately. Uh, you cannot uh, receive, um, support outside of the university and and now having said that i fully understand why a student should be allowed to transfer i mean all of our students are allowed to transfer if they choose to but when you combine that with 
um, name, image, and likeness, and you combine it with what's increasingly a very difficult recruiting environment for our coaches, it's, uh, it's a very complicated world. So the transformation committee has been asked to, we have a new constitution in the NCAA, and effectively that constitution delegates all responsibility for rules and for oversight to the division. And the division in turn could delegate those responsibilities even further down to conferences or even to institutions. So the transformation committee is looking, looking at how do we continue to hold something uh, dear that we all believe is critical to the success of the university by having athletes that are truly students that are here to study as well as perform their craft. Um, and, and how can we uh, have a transfer portal that has integrity where um, student athletes aren't um, manipulated? You know, you think about name, image, and likeness, and you've got a lot of young people now potentially making a lot of money. Are they prepared for that? Do they, are they financially literate? Uh, do they understand that next year in February, they're going to receive something called a 1099 form that's going to remind them how much an organization has paid them. And then the IRS is going to remind them how much they owe. Mm -hmm. So I think student athletes should benefit from their name and image and likeness. It's, it's understandable that they would, uh, that they should have that right. But we need to help them do it uh, with, you know, with, with some guardrails. So the transformation committee is honestly trying to work through all of the issues that uh, come to bear on intercollegiate athletics because of uh, the Supreme Court ruling and because of um, the, the, the limitations that are going to be placed on the NCAA to be able to govern some of these issues. You mentioned NC State graduates certainly making a difference in North Carolina and around the world. So why not tap into the strength of the pack? Membership to the Alumni Association enhances your career, broadens your network, and provides exciting opportunities to howl back with your pack. Visit alumni.ncsu.edu to join your alumni association. And Chancellor, I want to uh, kind of wrap things up as we get to the close here with this story. I just recently did a story on a softball player, Randy Farriker, who just graduated with her master's degree in animal science. Yep. She realizes her softball career is over, but her next step doesn't have to do with softball. She is enrolling uh, at Cornell to get her PhD in animal science. When she came here, she did not know what she wanted to do, but once she got here, she figured out quickly that this was a place that could help her grow. So I just wanted to share that story with you because it's a shining example, as you just mentioned, of what student athletes can do here at this university. Well, and, and Jeff, let's, let's go back to this new transfer rule. She's an example of a student athlete that started her career at another university where you couldn't study animal sciences. And she wanted to prepare herself for that career uh, and, and continue in, in softball. And so uh, just another great example of uh, a young woman that came here uh, to, to pursue both dreams and is now going to my alma mater, uh, 
Um, we wanted to keep her at NC State, by the way, but uh, Cornell has a pretty strong animal science program. So that's a good thing for her. I enjoyed meeting and her and talking with her. It was amazing. Chancellor Woodson, we always learn a lot when you stop by. Now, what, what again, what's the name of that song you would like to strum on your guitar? Yeah, Tennessee Stud. Tennessee wow. Stud. It's a, it's a, there aren't enough songs about horses, but this <laughs> is a song about a horse um, who, um, yeah, Doc, you know, I'm not even, not even sure. It's probably a traditional uh, Appalachian Mountain tune, uh, but it was made famous by a great North Carolinian who now has passed away, Doc Watson. Mm -hmm. um, you may have heard of Merle Fest up in yes. Wilkesboro. That was named for his son, Merle, uh, who has also passed away. Unfortunately, he died in a, uh, a tractor accident. He was baling hay, one of those big round bales of hay that rolled back on him and pinned him. Really, anyway, uh, sad for the music world. Anyway, Tennessee Stud, great uh, guitar picking. Uh, Billy Strings more recently has done a great version. You can look it up on YouTube and watch Billy Strings yeah. from Michigan play a good version. All right, when we get done here, I'm going to ask Siri to play it for me. Looking forward to it. I'm not sure it's your genre, Tony, but... Uh, you never know. You never know. You I'm, I learned, you know, see, I, I'm, I'm flexible. I'm, I'm open to new music. So but I'm, you got to listen to the words. You got to... I will. I will. I love lyrics. Core uh about this uh tennessee stud looking for uh, for a wife along with the rider looking for a wife too <laughs> there's a whole lot of romance in that song <laughs> well with a title like that it should be as there are in the hills of north carolina i'm sure <laughs> perfect chancellor thanks for the time have yourself a great summer all right i'm gonna give it my all, all thanks right. for all y'all do we thank you for listening this week for chancellor randy woodson and Jeff Gravely, I'm Tony Haynes, and you have been listening to the Inside NC State Athletics Podcast, powered by PNC Bank. This has been the Inside NC State Athletics Podcast, powered by PNC Bank, the official bank of NC State University and Athletics.